Check, check. Uh, what's going on, guys? All right. Today is Monday, August 28th. And uh, I'm excited. We got a special guest today, Josh Driscoll from Lagerloft will be joining us. Stay tuned. Hey, good morning. Good morning. Good morning, everybody. It is uh, Monday, August 28th. I have a special guest here today, uh, Josh Driscoll. Can you hear me, Josh? I can hear you fine. Okay, awesome. I'm going to go ahead and put you through. We're going to go live here in a sec. All right. Hey, thanks for joining us. It's a, it's Absolutely. A, it, it's a pleasure, man. It's an honor to have you. Uh, so, so, Josh... Um, do, now, do you go by Josh or Joshua? Uh, 
Oh yeah, Josh is good. All right, cool, man. Um, so yeah, so we uh, we're excited to have you. You know, uh, I know you're a, you're you're an estate lawyer, correct? And yeah. Uh, we yeah. got we got a lot of you know. There's always um, agents. You know, it's probate, all that stuff is you know. Sometimes it's just you know it it's it's just a topic that uh, you know I think agents can use a lot more you know uh information on so uh having you yeah. on to here today is uh it's an awesome uh you know i was going through your your uh you know your your website and everything and uh i see that you you specialize in estate planning probate i know trusts right yep so yep. and i know that you're uh, you know you're involved with the community uh congratulations on all your your accolades man um it's awesome Thanks. Uh, so, tell us a little bit about what's going on. I know you're out there doing some public speaking, and uh, so that's what we're doing right now. Yeah, absolutely. Well, uh, thanks, Corey. I'm happy to be on. It's always a pleasure working with you and your team and helping the clients and agents that yes, you send sir. our way. So, as you mentioned, I'm a trust and estates attorney, uh, manage our firm, firm called Lagerloff. We're located in Pasadena, Southern California. We have offices in Seattle, uh, Washington, Oregon, several around uh, the California area, and uh, deal with a lot of real estate and trust issues. Um, so tons of real estate transactions, real estate litigation. So we've had occasion to get involved a number of times in, yes. in matters that you've come across that either have a litigation component to them or, or you know maybe a litigation component and then of course the trust and estate component you know typically uh, if you're involved somebody's trying to sell something after someone dies so do a ton of work in that area and uh, if uh, the agents out there are doing any any amount of work in this space they're going to see that uh, it's not uncommon for somebody to you know try to sell a piece of property that is still in the deceased person's name or you know something happened many years ago and uh, not the the proper protocol wasn't followed and, and now it's a challenge towards uh selling the property so we get involved a lot there right and uh, probably do about 300 probates a year as a firm so it's uh, quite a few and that's a good number so chances are we're gonna if if you've got that situation we've seen it oh yeah no absolutely um so let me, let me ask you this when it comes to probate um how does it all get started so you know Obviously, if they don't have a if they don't have a trust, someone passes away. There's yeah. there's no there's no will. There's no trust. Um, yep. Who st who begins? Where does this start? How you know? Yeah, it's a common question, and it's kind of a uh, a question that a lot of people either have or don't know the answer to, or think something different. So, I I can count number of times where people thought that the the state sort of took care of probate and started the process, right? And that's really not true. Somebody has to kick off the probate process in almost every instance. So if something happens to someone uh, and they pass away and they own real property, somebody has to take an affirmative step towards either probating that asset and getting it distributed to the heirs or selling that asset and distributing the cash, or if it's in a trust, administering the trust. Right Now, most of the time, 
I'd say the vast majority of the time, so the person who's doing that knows that they're doing it, right? There's a person involved, um, maybe it's a child, a spouse, a family member. They know that their loved one has passed away and that steps need to be taken to you know, clear up their assets, right? And distribute them or, or whatever the trust or, or will says. Right. But there are many instances where somebody didn't have a will or somebody didn't have a trust, or there was really no family members involved. And it can be many years before somebody really takes the steps to try to clear that title up, right? And to sell the property. So, um, but it always starts with somebody. Somebody living has to take the steps and, uh, you know, start the probate process, which if it's truly a probate, means filing a petition with the court. And actually asking mm. the court to determine whether or not the person had a will, if they did, whether or not that will is valid or not, and then to finalize and bless whoever it is that is going to receive those assets from the trust or the will. Right. And now, what what's the difference between a will and a trust? I mean, I know there's not. I know wills are not recorded. There's not. There's, there's no recording of that, right? And uh, Typically does not. that yeah, you can as a person, you can, you know, lodge your will uh, while you're alive with the court. Uh-huh. Uh, most people do not do uh-huh. that, but, okay. it, but you can. Okay. And you can do the same with the trust, but most people do not do that. And, you know, in title, most of the trusts are not recorded. Yeah. Vast, vast, vast majority are not recorded. Yeah. So, you know, um, you basically have to you know, find that document figure out what it says, and then purport to act under it, right? Mm. So if somebody uh, doesn't have one of those things, then you're really looking at what does the state law say about who's going to get their assets, right? Mm. So if, if you're, you know, an individual that's not married and has no kids, you know, it's probably going to your parents if you're still alive, or it's going to your siblings. And uh, there's a whole table under the probate code of where everything goes. Yeah. Uh, and eventually uh, it'll go to the state if there's nobody alive or your relatives. Right, right. I saw your your uh, your license in Ohio also. Yeah, right? license in Ohio and Washington and, and California. And do those, yeah. obviously there's different laws in, in, in each yeah. state, so that they're a little bit different, right? How? Yeah, for sure. So Ohio is a non-community property state. Uh, Washington and California are community properties, so they're a little more similar. Yeah. Um, You know, community property is the concept that, you know, a married couple, they uh, acquire, even if the property is in one person's name, they acquire assets kind of together is the idea. So unless something is considered a separate property asset, and you're particularly, you know, setting that out from from the offset, it's going to be treated as community property, generally speaking. And there are some options for surviving spouses. If, if one of their, you know, if their spouse passes away, maybe there wasn't a will, maybe the, or maybe it was even just in the surviving, or it was just in the deceased spouse's name. Yeah. There are things we can do to try to either get it transferred over to the surviving spouse or get them a, an option or a claim to stay in the property for their lifetime, things like that. Very interesting. Interesting stuff. Um, so, so a property could actually just sit there for yeah. years. It does. And at what point? So like, usually, yeah. So it could just sit there. And, uh, at what point does the state ever get involved in that? Or if there's Only no, the no errors, paid, you know, but if the taxes are somehow it, getting paid, right, you right. know, and, uh, there's really no issue. Like, for example, I got involved in a property recently 
that uh, really got brought to light because the city, this property is located in Pasadena, the city of Pasadena started to uh, take steps to take this property due to blight. Wow. So properties near the hospital, um, and, uh, you know, there were probably situations where there were either homeless people hanging around it or there drugs going on or there was something happening at the property. Yeah. And uh, the city of Pasadena said, okay, look, we're going to take steps to take this property if, if the owner doesn't step forward and, and do something. Now, the only way our person who hmm. eventually we found had an interest in the property, although a very small interest, like a 132nd percent wow. interest in this property which yeah. for a title rep is a nightmare right <laughs> yeah. but uh you know or anybody is a nightmare to be right honest. um they only noticed that that and said wait that's grandma's old house or that's uncle jimmy's old house or whatever right yeah. and what's going on so they took a picture of the notice contacted us we were ultimately able to find out that the person this was still in like great grandpa's name and wow. there had been people from the family living in the property throughout that entire period grandpa this the individual had been gone for almost 35 years wow and nothing really had it, it triggered a, an ownership change yeah. there um they were obviously paying the property taxes but in this case i think the property taxes were getting behind but they were keeping up on them. they were really low so i think they just paid them yeah um and the property you know they it, it just because it fell into such disrepair though that's how it kind of got oh, on wow. the radar of some people right but if right they had been keeping the property up and just paying the property taxes just, nothing will chances happen. are yeah uh, nobody would even know about it it's not until they go to sell it right right that they that it all comes to light and then the assessor gets involved um, and says well wait a minute there's way old back taxes that are owed here there's this there's that mm -hmm. um and then, you know, everybody comes out with their hands hands out going, okay, well, where's my piece of the pie since grandpa's been gone, you know, all yeah. these years kind of thing. Right, right. So somebody would have to take over and, you know, bring those taxes current, right? If, you know, in order well, gonna, to, you know, to, to stop be, that yeah, process. Yeah, exactly. It's going to be a seller, yeah. right? So the seller, yeah. when they go to sell, uh, the assessor is going to give yeah. the title company, the escrow, uh, hey, here's the current taxes due. And if, if they don't know it at that point, then there's going to be an escape tax assessment being issued on that property. Now, in California, they can only go back 10 years. Yeah. So um, even if grandpa had been gone 35 years, the state or county, in this case, misses out on that you know, 25 years worth of taxes, and they can go back 10. Right, right. Very interesting. So yeah. so as, as, a, as a young couple starting out, um, they haven't acquired any property would would it be advisable to start the trust at that point you know they just got married they're you know they don't quite have any real property uh is that you you would recommend starting it yeah you know you, you really look at situation by situation so there's people that have a high net worth that we still use the bills for okay and you know typically yeah. well, i'd say that's the exception not the rule and that's going to be if their assets are primarily distributable via you know contract so mm -hmm. So think about somebody who has money in like a 401k or an IRA or, you know, assets like that. Yeah. You don't necessarily need a trust because those assets can flow outside of uh, probate and go directly. So if I die and I leave, I leave a life insurance policy to Corey, uh -huh. we don't need to probate that, right? Corey can just call the life insurance company, provide my death certificate and get his check, right? And we never hear from Corey again. That would be nice. He got paid out. Yeah, man. Gone. <laughs> but uh, right. if it's a piece of property, right, then there's a the process for that. That's probate. That's a much more uh, involved 
situation. Yeah. So it's not necessarily dollars based. It's okay. asset based. Right, right. Um, and I, because I've told clients, look, you could have fifty million dollars and avoid probate, or you could have one hundred fifty thousand and be in probate. Wow. Right. Yeah. So it's all depending on what the asset load is. Now in California, it's one hundred sixty-six thousand is the amount of of assets mm-hmm. that can go outside uh, can transfer to someone without. Okay. Uh, initiating probate. 166,000. Or unless it's one yeah. of those direct transactions like I just talked about. Oh, okay. For real property, it's 66,000. So their interest in real property has to be less than $66,000 to yeah. avoid the probate process. Wow. That's almost no. Yeah, I mean, yeah, it could be a 132nd interest in a property, maybe. Right, right, right. Something like that. But if they are a fee simple owner of a piece of property, there's very little chance that it's less than $66,000 unless it's a, you know, vacant lot somewhere, something like that. Interesting. Um, So it really depends on the, on the property type. And, you know, I, I usually tell young couples like that, go ahead and get the trust because it's an inexpensive thing to set up right now. The part that caught, you know, typically what, what makes trust cost money is when you start to add complexity and you start to add a lot of assets to them that need to, that require transfers. Uh, so if you've just got a really simple situation, it's not that much more expensive than a basic will, and it does a lot more for you. Um, so a, a simple married couple with a couple kids, even without property, mm-hmm. I, I probably would tell them to go ahead and do it, although they could avoid it for a little bit. Yeah. Maybe more important to have the nominations of guardians and some of those other types of documents so that they're able to, you know, if something happens to them or their kids or whatnot, um, they've got the documents in place to deal with it. Right, right. And so is there any instance where a will, just having a will, uh, would avoid a probate case? Or is that? No. So wills no? have to be probated okay. no matter what. Okay. So well, um, you know, the, only, the only time that you would avoid probate if you had a will only is if your assets that were subject to that will were, t- were less than those numbers I just gave you. So 166000 yeah. okay. Right. If you've got, you know, only an account worth a hundred grand, you could use, uh, you could use the the will without probate and get the assets, you know, from mm. the bank or whatnot. There's a little bit more to it than that, but but you know, by and large, that's the process. Right. Once right. things hit, you know, exceed that hundred sixty-six thousand dollar mark, then you have to probate it. Unfortunately, which okay. is an, which is expensive and time consuming. Oh yeah. Particularly if it's just a small account that's barely over the barely over the limit yeah it's going to be incredibly frustrating to probate that asset because right whether the probate is 50 million bucks or hundred eighty thousand dollars, the process is, is identical to yeah. probate those assets right notice right. to the creditors publication wow. in the newspaper uh statutory waiting period for creditors to file claims boom 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 so you know if you can avoid that process it's a best practice to try to do that no matter what no the only time we take clients voluntarily through probate is if we're trying to you know shed some uh, liabilities and we want creditors to uh uh be forced to file claims and Mm -hmm. kind of get rid of them that way but that's pretty uncommon too right right and what's like the typical lifespan of you know, a probate case. 18 to, 18 to 24 months. Oh, wow. It's about the process. Time. Yeah. Yeah. Cause we see deals, you know, that come through and, uh, or they'll, they'll want a prelim or something. And, you know, then we find out, Oh no, this is, this is going to be a probate case. And it's just like, Oh man. Right. You know, <laughs> but, uh, yeah. Now that, now, and, yeah. you, and you guys have sent over lots yeah. of situations like that. Yeah. And we can typically get somebody in a position to sell a piece of property yeah. connected to a probate 
in 30 to 45 days, maybe 60 at the longest. Okay. Um, uh, and sometimes we can do it much shorter than that if, there, if the circumstances allow for that. Yeah. But that's just a piece of the puzzle, right? So now we've sold something. Right. There's cash that's held in a bank account that's subject to the remaining period of time. Oh, so, okay. you know, it's not like you have to wait 18 months to sell the property. Just like, I can do that a lot faster than okay. that. But you have to wait 18 months to get the money from the sale. Oh, okay. Well, that's, see, that's yeah. I didn't know that. Yeah, wow. no, it's not a good scenario. That's not where you want to be. You so how about how about like an as you know does does anything get paid out during the other than the you know the proceeds to the to the seller? Uh, does expenses of administration basically so just okay. costs and expenses? You know they could pay the electric bill on the property. They could pay the taxes. They can okay. pay certain certain things without court order. Right, but right. You can't make any distributions to beneficiaries. You can't pay your attorney you can't pay yourself or really? serving as trustee or executor wow. in this case okay so you know what about like brokers could, fees sell the property and pay the title company but that but that would be about it okay well as long as we get paid <laughs> exactly as long as the title and as long as the agent's commissions are paid out and title companies pay then yeah. everybody's good yeah man well i think that's what everybody wants to know <laughs> the agents out yeah, there no definitely no yeah, for sure absolutely so you know so I you de- count, so I, definitely I've take probably done 50 yeah Wow. Yeah, I've done 50 transactions where some where somebody's called me and said, hey, we're in escrow, and we just found out that grandpa's still got a 50% interest in this house. Uh-huh. What do we do? Wow. Um, and chances are I can get you to close on time if, yeah. if everybody moves quickly after I'm brought in, and we open probate, and we file an ex parte petition to have the court allow for a special administrator to close this transaction right. on behalf of the 50% you know, owner in this case, grandpa. Yeah. Now that's fine. And grandpa will close on time or we'll close right around closing time. But, um, that 50%, the proceeds for that are going to be in a, uh, are going to be in a blocked account until such time as the court says, all right, you can distribute the money out. Even if it's the same person that's selling the other 50%, right. It's got to go through the process. Oh, I got, I got a couple questions here from some, some viewers here. Let's take a look. So question, there's a property that's been vacant for over seven years. Uh, the errors have not claimed the property and the neighbors parking their car there. Can they claim the property? <laughs> <laughs> no, not, not so directly. Yeah. So there, there are, every state has a law around, uh, you know, what, what's referred to generally as adverse possession. And adverse possession is... Um, a process legally where you can and obtain effectively title to a property by by owning it, sort of, or acting like you're owning it. Right. California, it's a little challenging to get title by adverse possession. It's not impossible, but mm-hmm. you have to you have to be taking in California. You have to be basically doing it in a in a conspicuous way. You have to be out in the open that you're doing this. Okay. Um, so it's a little bit more challenging if your goal if the client or whomever it is, this goal is to get the property by adverse possession. They should talk to an attorney to try to deal with it. Uh-huh. Um, alternative and get put themselves in the best position to do that. Yeah. Alternatively, um, you know, if if the, if no one's claiming the property, that you know, I've seen many times where an agent's gotten involved and helped reach. You know, we can provide services to try to find the heirs. Uh-huh. Say, look, you've got this piece of property that you have probably an interest in. Um, 
do you want to get paid something for it? Because if so, yeah. I've got a buyer and I can connect you to an attorney to probate the estate. And if we probate the estate, then you would be able to, uh, you know, get whatever your share of that property is. Wow. Um, and most people would say, yeah, I think so. Right. All things considered, unless there's uh, some other grand plan involved. But uh, if you've got situations like that, I'm happy to talk to, uh, to anybody about that. Oh, wow. OK. Well, that was from. Dahlia Godinez, she's an escrow officer. And, uh, you know, yeah, reach out, Dahlia. there's really a lot. Yeah, absolutely. And how, how can, uh, how can, any, uh, we have agents out there that want to, you know, have questions or a, a similar case like this. Um, how can they reach you? Is that, uh, yeah, just your website? Good. You can always call my office, but email is always good. I'm looking at that all the time. Probably okay. like everybody on here and yeah. helping. I can put it in the chat if it carries through Corey, or you can put yeah. my email in, okay. uh, and everybody can reach out that way. Yeah, I tend to be really responsive uh, where I can, particularly if there's a transaction like this that somebody just needs a quick help on. I'm happy to happy to see how we can guide, and if it's not something I can help with, that's okay. I'll point you in the right direction. Yeah, but usually it's something we can do. Absolutely. Well, that's awesome, and. Uh, I was going to ask you too. Um, I know you're doing some stuff in the. I know you're doing like a lot of public speaking. Are you are you just out there just kind of bringing awareness to, you know the. Yeah. So we. I mean, I, I speak on a lot of different topics, typically around yeah. estate and trust work, but I've also spoken at many realtor offices, yeah. uh, escrow offices, title companies. Um, we can provide CLE where needed, but usually it's around just best practices on transactions, or if there are sticky situations where you're really just trying to figure out, okay, how do we break this loose? What do we yeah. do to get this, uh, you know, transaction closed, you know, um, that kind of thing. Happy to jump in and help, uh, if somebody has got a, a situation out there. Yeah. And I know you, you've worked, you've helped thousands of people out there and, uh, you got a great reputation Probably by the way, point, man, seems like it. <laughs> every agent, you know, knows who you are out there, you know, in Pasadena. Uh, so you know, you're like a rock star, man. So I, I really oh, appreciate thanks. you coming on. What do you do for fun, man? You, you golf, what, what, I golf a little yeah. bit. Yeah, we actually our firm has a. If there's golfers out there and you're in the Pasadena area, our firm has our uh, our annual golf tournament that okay. goes towards uh, our charitable foundation. That's happening in November. So I golf usually terribly, but I definitely oh, golf that's like a me, man. Bit. Yeah. Um, I also love uh, just doing my own transactions. I do yeah. a lot of uh, fix and flip, and I do oh, a that... lot of buy and holds on my own stuff. Oh, and, do you? Um, oh, cool, I, man. It's my creative out. That's how I get some, you know, my art. Are you into Are you into the whole, uh, uh, you know, fixing, you know, decor and like me? Yeah, I enjoy. <laughs> yeah, I, I enjoy like, all right, how do we reimagine this property? What are we gonna do? And that's the. Oh, that's fun, be? man! It's creative. It's always really, really fun. Yeah. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah. That that's awesome. I didn't know you did that. Um, yeah, that's fun. Yeah, I think the last time I I ran into you, we were uh, we were having drinks somewhere and somewhere. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> So yeah, I just yeah, I just got in from Vegas. We uh, Liz and I just got in from from Vegas this morning. Just flew in, man. Oh wow! You guys are you guys are just party party animals. I know. We, well, we we had our uh, our twenty seventh anniversary um, last week, so we decided to take off to Vegas. Did we oh, get nice? We just literally were there That's like uh, yeah. It was it was like uh, just twenty four hours, man. And uh, you know we had to get up this morning. Get got to the airport, and uh, the flight was a little bit delayed. There was like some. Uh, uh, there was a problem with their hydraulics or something. <laughs> so it was like, oh my God, I don't know if I want to yeah, get on that plane, that man. Fixed. Yeah. I don't want to necessarily fly on a broken, you know? broken plane. So, uh, but we ended up just jumping on getting, you know, getting over here. So 
I'm glad to, to, to you know, have you on, man. Uh, and uh, let's see if there's any more questions here. You're, oh, she said uh, you're hired. <laughs> so she'll be contacting Perfect. you. Yeah, reach out anytime. Seriously, I love getting, I love helping agents get transactions closed. Yeah. Uh, um, escrow and title, same, right? It's uh, everybody's got the same goal of getting the transaction closed and, you know, avoiding yeah. risk and all that stuff. I, it's always really, really fun. Right. And uh, there's usually a, a way to do it. Uh, very rarely am I going to say, ah, I don't really think I see a path here. Uh, there's always a path. It's, you know, it's either path with time, it's path with money. You know, hopefully it takes a little, you know, a little amount of both instead of, you know, a lot of uh, either one. Right. But, um, yeah, I'm always happy to be a resource. Well, that's awesome. That's awesome. Josh, thank you so much for uh, for coming on today. And uh, we'll we'll be uh, this is a kind of a new podcast. I'm just I'm jumping on here, you know, weekly and uh, sharing information out there to the real estate community, lenders, escrow, uh, you know, real estate agents. Uh, so I know that they, they they appreciate you, you know, jumping on with us today. Uh, and yeah, uh, hopefully, you, you know, you know, as, as we move on, you know, you'll come back. If you have something to share, you know, we'll uh, we'll we'll do it again. Sounds good. Josh, thank you so much. Uh, you got you have a, a, a great week. Uh, and uh, if you need anything from us, you know, you know how to get a hold of us. I know how to get a hold of you. Hey, thanks, thanks a lot, Josh. Thanks, everybody. Okay, have a good one. Take care. You too. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. All right. So that was Joshua Driscoll of Lagerloff. Um, and uh, he was awesome, man. That was that was really cool. I'm, I'm, I'm glad we got you know he came on and, and shared some stuff with us today a lot of stuff that you know i didn't wasn't, wasn't really aware of you know uh you know every time i hear probate you know it's like oh that's kind of a deal killer uh but it's not you know and you heard josh you know it can get done he can set it up put you in a, help you put you in a position uh to sell that property within you know a few months uh, and then obviously the the probate case the life of the probate goes on for 18 to 24 months uh so very interesting stuff uh thank you for joining us today and uh, if you guys need anything, don't forget to reach out. 626-392-7993. Um, email me, open at CoreyTitleRep.com. And, uh, yeah, so that's going to be it for today. Um, I hope that you guys have a great week. And if there's anything that you need, you'll, you'll hit me up. Uh, I'll, I'll keep you posted for next week's podcast. Um, I'm not sure if I'm going to have a guest because it is a uh, – it is going to be Labor Day weekend, so um, or Labor Day, we're going to be uh, observing Monday uh, as the holiday. But so we'll, I'll, I'll let you know. We might go black next week, uh, but I have some great guests coming up. Uh, it's not not just you know real estate, title, business, but I have some some athletes coming on in the future, some musicians. So stay tuned. Everybody needs a house, right? Everybody, you buy a house, you need title insurance. So it'll always be title talk. Anyways, you guys uh, stay blessed. You guys have a great week. Protect your energy. And I will see you guys next week, Monday, 11 a.m., YouTube Live, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and now on iHeart, iHeart Radio. Have a great one, guys.